Welcome to Divorce Diaries Show Podcast. My name is Michelle Petrena, the creator of Divorce Diaries, a one-woman comedy show that follows my post-divorce journey above and beyond divorce. No, I don't know. It's just following my life after divorce. And I'm really excited to share today's uh, topic, which is, <laughs> I don't know. Look, I have been saying this every time I come on to do an episode of my podcast. I have... This is a loose canvas of a podcast where I kind of spew out what's going on in in another framework like I do on social media, like I do on my uh, on stage, like I do in the pilot. And the podcast version, I've been trying to figure out what's the best way of doing this? What's the structure? What's the consistency? And I still I'm not sure. So I'm coming on to talk this morning because uh I, I did a live last night on Instagram. Then I, I deleted it because I was like going in about how angry I am about towards this guy who I feel who I'm now really feeling like he definitely used me to the ex- more than to the extent I thought. And it's making me really angry and and upset, like kind of like when you're a kid and you, you know, you know Try, you know, someone's bullying you and you're like, fuck you, man. And no one's in and no one's helping you out. Now, this isn't exaggerated. This is not the same thing. He's not bullying me at all or anything like that. It's just, I feel so used and so brushed aside and in like trash kind of like tra- put in the trash can. That's how I feel. And I was like going off about it on the live last night. And I took it down because I didn't want to take it down, but I did because I was like, Caring about what he thought. Now that I think about it. Because I still have these feelings, right? And and now I'm like, I shouldn't have taken it off. Who gives a shit? Like Gary V says, who cares what others think? If I could help somebody through my story, one person at least, then fuck it. I... The more time we don't talk, him and I the more distance there is, right? And the more I'm almost certain that he never had a damn feeling or care for me and just wanted to get me, you know, and just wanted to kind of use me to make himself feel good. Um, I don't think his intentions were harmful. I just think that this is clearly what it is. And now that I've like uprooted my feelings in a way after we've had sex and after we've spent time together and, you know, quote unquote, scared him off or turned him off because I know what I want and I state it. And they, and men think that's like, oh, you're giving me an ultimatum. I just want to be your friend. You know, men get afraid or whatever. They don't feel the same way. And they just want to like push you aside. I'm sure women do some of the same things too. I just, I'm just tired of it. And I, I felt so differently last month and I do obsess a little bit and I, it's hard for me to let things go, especially when things feel right in the moment. Um, and I'm angry because I haven't, um, since, since I left where I, I saw him as he lives on the opposite side of the country and I was on tour and I saw him when I was on tour and we, st- I stayed with him. Um, I stayed with him because he offered to, this is the funny part. Um, and I, I don't, I don't think it wasn't planned. It just happened. Um, and it was great. And when I got home, I, I was like, why aren't we not pursuing this? And he said the same thing he said months ago about just being friends. So sorry, I'm back. I got disconnected because my timer went off on my phone. I, when I write in the morning, I have like a bunch of things now that I write in 
manifestations, artist notes, brainstorms, posts, um, stand up, and it's going to actually be a long list. I have to tighten that up. So anyway, my timer went off. Apologies. Um, so as I was saying, when I originally met him through the divorce community and, and he had reached out to me, it was work-related, but we had been talking and, and conversing on the phone afterwards that for this work thing. I'm not going to continue to go into how um, or what it was related to because then it might give it away of, you know, his identity. And I want to do that um, unless, you know, whatever. So unless he wanted me to, which I'm sure he doesn't. And I personally actually wouldn't even care if we, him and I came on an episode of anything and talked openly about this. But I, I'm not bringing it up. I actually said something to him and didn't say anything back about it. So months ago we had met virtually, um, I felt a connection then and I said something and he's like, no, I just want friendship. I don't want to do long distance. And see, this is the thing. I saw that, I heard that, but I didn't accept it because I, and I, I tried to tell him or I did tell him that I can't do friendships with, with people I connect with, with men I connect with. It just doesn't work because I knew that when we met in person, we'd have chemistry and we'd consummate the chemistry which we did and then I would be left feeling like okay now what because see his opinion never changed his mind never changed even when he met me and then uh he just felt like no there's nothing here just friendship with benefits and that destroys me because it's so insulting it's insulting I can be good enough to be a friend and there's a lot of benefits from friends, right? We get along, we laugh together, we have an emotional kind of chemistry, intellectual chemistry. And if we're having sex together, there's an emotional chemistry there as well. Um, This isn't the type of dude from what I thought who liked to just wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, especially considering our personal conversations we had for months. I was certain he wasn't. And here I am in the same position I was in with two other men that I've felt for since my divorce that I was deeply in love with. Now, not in love with this person. However, I felt very strongly when I was with him that there was something here. And when I told him again, when I got back from the state that he lives in, where I was on tour also, um, and I expressed it, he denied any feelings and he denied any, like, chemistry that was worth pursuing this and I had also told him that I don't want to talk to him anymore because of it because I said I I met you now and you're still putting me in this friend category and it's not okay it's not okay at all especially because I felt like he went out of his way for me And, and when I told him I'm like yeah but you came to my show you did this you did that and he's like I'm a romantic guy if I want to be romantic I'll be romantic it doesn't mean anything Bro, that is the worst fucking statement ever. It's so misleading. It sends such mixed messages. I'm on fire about it, as you can hear. And it, again, destroys my insides. It just makes me feel not worth it. And he doesn't like me to say that because he's like, we're both worth it. Stop saying that. But what your actions are showing me is that I'm not. You can say all day long, I'm worth it. What you're doing to me is showing me that I'm not and making me feel so low about, excuse me, you're making me have less and less faith that any man I'm attracted to is is going to be into me. And 
clearly that's my issue. I, I don't know why I get attracted to these men that have like broken issues. He has a lot going on from what he told me in his childhood and his previous relationship, marriage, that it sounds broken to me. It sounds like he likes broken women too. With that said, I felt we were very similar in certain ways. Very loyal people, very, tr- you know, we, we, we value integrity and um, communication. Um, he's he's a, a vulnerable, emotional guy, which I thought was really nice. You know, not somebody I'm typically physically attracted to in, in, in form. Like, I usually like these big, huge guys who are rough around the edges, and he's not that. And, and, you know, maybe some degree, but not fully. And, and that's okay. I just, just, it shows you that when you're attracted to someone's personality and inside intellectually, it's just different and it makes it even more better. I mean, my heart hurts today because it's like, I haven't, okay, so let's just go back now to what happens next when I, when I told him I'm not going to talk to him again. I did a few things in this in that next week that I shouldn't have, which is reach out to him again after I told him I don't want to talk to him because he took down a picture of me and him on his social media claiming that it was repetitive with other stuff he posted. That hurt, and I went off on him about it, and he re- was like, what is wrong with you? <sighs> then, uh, now, then I had to ask for – then I had to communicate about something that was not kind of related to us but sort of related to us. We talked on the phone, cleared up the air, and he stated that it was because of the timing and the low distance why we can't pursue this. Okay. Then we talk about work again, and then, like, something happens where I do something for work-related for him, and he doesn't respond to right away, and I react. And I knew that I had pushed, and he was probably going to ask for space because of the things that I was saying. And, and and I was saying, I was like, dude, I do these things for you. I show you love and affection. And you just like ignore me or take long time to respond. And it's fucking hurtful. Um, and that his response was like, clearly I'm not giving you what you need. And now I'm asking for space, you know, in a nutshell. So, and that's understandable, but I was hurt, you know, and I was like, fine, whatever. In the meantime, I sent him a package because I had... I accidentally ruined something of his and I, I felt bad. He's like, no, you don't have to send me a replacement. You don't have to do that. It's long story short, it, something got stained. So um, I sent him a package and in the package I had wrote a letter based off of our interactions when I got home. And I said, you know, what's working for me? What's not? Um, you know, I'm here for work related purposes, but other than that, I'm going to be quiet. And then I sent him also another envelope that had a sealed envelope that had three pictures of us from the time that we spent. And I had a letter of, cause he had asked me, he's like, well, what does it look like to, on the phone? He had said that like, you know, us, if we were to pursue each other. So I wrote what it looked like. I'm going to read it. And I told him to not open the envelope unless he had ever felt more than friendship for me. And what, so, so I, so at this point, I don't know if he's gotten the package when I said I, you know, he wants space. Right. So in the, in the, I wrote him a letter about what's working, what's not. Then I wrote, I said, what brings me to my last point, if you really feel nothing more than friendship, then just throw out the other envelope out because nothing inside will matter. But if you feel a tad of what I have felt, then open. And he opens it. And how I know this is because two weeks later, um, I call, I text him and say, Hey, so did you ever get my package? I've heard nothing from him. And which is disappointing. 
uh, and because he did get the package and didn't even tell me. And created two videos of himself opening the package, which I was like, oh my God, that's exciting. He created a video for me, right? And I was kind of like, well, why didn't you tell me this? Especially if you made videos of yourself opening the package. Okay, whatever. So before he sends me the package, we have these long, in-depth hour of back and forth, back and forth conversation about what happened. And I was crying because I had three glasses of wine prior to that. And I had three glasses of wine because I had went out with a guy who has been asking me to hang out with him for a long time. And needless to say, it was all right. But it was good, actually. But, like, I was emotional. And I was like, you know, I feel used and hurt. And then, so again, I haven't opened the package up yet. I haven't opened up the video yet. Him and I have a conversation. It goes, nah, it just goes in circles. But like he also, it, I call him out on a few things. He then takes ownership of like having the responsibility of giving in, even though he knew he didn't want to be with me, blah, 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 blah. And, and he also states in this conversation that there, there, that there was something there that he wanted to pursue, but that I turned him off because I gave him an ultimatum of friendship or nothing. Or so I gave him an ultimatum of pursue me or nothing. And then I had also said something about another woman who was commenting on our posts. And he felt like that was a turn off. Listen, if it's a turn off because I have a history of men lying to me, I'm sorry. But like many things you've done have turned me off too. But I know the person you are inside, which keeps me there. So fine. Okay. Get off the phone with him. I ask him to send me the video. He sends me the videos. I open up the videos the next day. And in so he reads the, the first letter, which was I wanted him to read, what's working, what's not. And then I ask him not to open the envelope unless he has any feelings besides being friendship with me. Not throw it away. And on the video, he says, I only want friendship, but I'm going to open it up anyway. Let me repeat that. He says on the video on the camera. I only want friendship because that's what's there for me, but I'm going to open it up anyway because I'm nosy. What? Okay, mixed messages. Now, I get it. I also left it there. So everybody would probably be like, fuck it, I'm going to open the envelope. A lot of people would. But integrity, uh, no mixed messages. And the fact that he's showing me that he did that, like he could have just sent me a text and said, hey, I got the package. I just want friendship. I care about you. Let's take space and touch base in a month. No, he made a video opening the package and and being kind and nice while also telling me all you're good for is friendship. I wish it was there for me because you're a phenomenal person, but it's just not. Um, do I sound bitter and petty? Fuck yes, I do. I'm angry. I'm angry when men like this do this to me and they fucking take advantage of my good energy that provides them with good feelings for their ego because they're broken and they just choose broken women who fuck around with them and fuck with their head. I'm fucking angry. I get sucked dry from these men. Okay. And I allow it. So he says, in the, he, so op- he opens the second envelope and in the second envelope I wrote, Sorry. Second envelope I wrote uh, what it looks like. Laughter, awkwardness, pizza, coffee, hiking, acceptance. It is embraces and waves. 
because we had this like amazing kissing session in, on in the waves. It is sunsets. It is family processing. It is friends. It is all things new and old. Experiencing them together, ups and downs, spirals, loops, at a roller coaster and Ferris wheel speed, and an abundance of smiles. There has been times in my life I felt things and they have happened. Much to my impatience, the time is not now. As I said, the universe has a long journey for whatever we will be together. I'm sorry that it's not time. Save this for whatever we are in the future. Maybe it'll make a great monologue or scene someday, or maybe it'll be the start of a wonderful and imperfect love story. But it's how I felt as I walked away from you at the airport on July 24th. To be continued. Um, I'm emotional reading this because I'm just mad I even sent it. Like, I don't feel like he deserves any of it. I felt it. I felt like he did that day at the airport, which is why I committed to writing it. But this person just totally used me, man. He used the fucking shit out of me. And he did it in a way that was so, um, you know, devil in a red dress. There's a play called Devil in a Red Dress I did in college. And it's like, they just come in these different costumes, like as your friend, as your confidant, as somebody you can trust. And they just fucking suck you dry, man. You know what? I fall in love too fast. I fall in liking too fast. I don't let things go. I can be a bit obsessive. I'm not changing. You know why? Because the uh, same idiots that do this stuff to me, they're not changing either. It's just our genetic makeup. I'm just pissed, man. I'm pissed that I let another person do this to me. And now they're off in the city where they live, doing their, living their best life high off of the great energy that I provided for them. It fucking sucks, man. And I was thinking like, you know what doesn't suck? Using this, using this as material on stage, using this to feed what my flame is, which is performing. Um, and, and it does, it does. I went on stage uh, the other night and I did a five minute set around this and it was good. It, it, I'm going to actually post it. There's only like five people in the audience, but like, I actually am going to start posting um, my stand-up as episodes because I record every stand-up that I do. Um, and I don't want to believe that this person used me. I really want to believe in my heart of hearts that there is a, a future for him and I because of how I felt even originally when I met him, just virtually. But this past week, like, he, he had texted me something about what he can offer like basically for us to still communicate and create and, and not have these expectations, which I was down for. But then when I sent him a couple of sketches I did, he was very cold. Like he responded, but he was very cold in the, in the tone of the message. And then when I wrote on the next day, I said, you know, this just flat out sucks because it does suck. Like I liked talking with him for hours. I liked communicating every day or on and off every day. I liked that a lot. There was a a week where we communicated. I know a week isn't a long time, but there was a period of time I talked to him often and I really was enjoying that. And it sucks that like, for some reason, men and some women just don't want to do that. They don't want to keep connecting or, or they get bored or whatever it is. So fine. And I just wrote, like, this sucks. Like, now I'm really distant from this person that I was super intimate with a month ago. And I feel alone. And I feel lonely. And I feel, um, not really so much I feel alone, but I feel very lonely and um, depleted inside. And it's making me not want to get up with a fire in the morning. 
And I know that's an intense thing to say, right? That, but that's me. I'm an intense human. And I am upset and angry that this person wakes up in the morning feeling good about himself, knowing what he's done to me, knowing that it's not, oh, I'm not taking responsibility for that. or I can't be fully responsible for that. Right. He, he shouldn't be because there's, there's opportunities for me to take control of the situation, control what you can control, right? Strength, focus, whatever. But I'm just sharing how I feel because if I don't, I'm not going to be productive in my day. <laughs> um, do I wish he would call me and say something other than what's, what's there for me is friendship? Yeah, of course. I don't want to hear that. I want him to say, I fucking think you're an amazing human and I, what I did was wrong. Um, and I apologize but I never I haven't heard that I heard some half-assed thing of him saying like he takes responsibility but what does that even mean anymore um and I don't want to release some of these sketches because I don't want to offend him but it's my fucking comedy man I don't even care anymore I feel like fuck it because he's in the same field as me I don't want to burn a bridge but at the same time he wanted to work with me and now it's like nothing. I did some kind of effort with him and it's just like bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. I'm sick of people wasting my time. But uh I'm sure a lot of people are. So, that is where I'm at today in this journey in the journey of divorce. Cuz divorce stories is more about more than about divorce. It's about not fitting into this perfect paradigm of marriage and tradition and You know, I've just heard over and over again how difficult dating is for people now. And it's like, this is not even just, I'm not even dating. This is just being used for my emotions. And I, uh, and that's the other thing. Like, I thought this guy really did like me because of a few things. Like, where I go off a little bit, I'm reactive, and like, he sticks around. Um, I don't know. Maybe this is just a bad morning I'm having with it. I'm not having a bad morning, just a bad morning with this. Um, But... Hit me up. Let me know what you think of this episode and the story, um, this diary entry. And upcoming shows, September 18th at Broadway Comedy Club in New York City. October 23rd at Broadway Comedy Club in New York City. And in Santa Monica, Broadway Comedy Comedy Club West on November 13th. Thank you guys so much for listening and live your happily ever divorced after. I'm Michelle Trana, creator of Divorce Diaries. Stay tuned for more.